Is your life's goal focused on following your dreams with all that you have? Do you continuously strive to see everything through rose-colored glasses? Have you already come to realize that it's solely about enjoying the journey because there's no final destination ever with us millennials? Have you also accepted that sometimes you just have to switch off and learn to play harder than you work? That it's about thinking outside of the box because there's in fact no box at all? And accepting that those rose-colored glasses do tend to fog up? Welcome to the Bossy Diaries, my raw life filled with making my own rules and then breaking them, where I get honest about the realities of being your own boss, that life happens, and that it's important to enjoy it. Hey guys, welcome to my first podcast (laughs) and to my world full of bossiness, I guess you could say. (laughs) Um, first of all, I sort of feel like I need to either scream or do some sort of backflip or maybe just make a mimosa or something (laughs) because this is kind of sort of a really big milestone for me. It really, really is thinking about it. I've been wanting to release my own podcast now for forever to connect deeper with you guys one-on-one Um, social media is fun and everything, but as you guys probably know, it's rarely real. There's editing, tweaking, filtering that goes on, stories that could be restarted. There's always a little bit of a facade or like a little bit of a fakeness for lack of better words to say the least about it. So I'm super, super excited to be finally getting real with you guys about the realities of everything about self-employment, there is a lot. (laughs) The goods about it, the goods, that's not even a word. The positives, the amazing milestones about it, as well as the struggles, there are quite a few. (laughs) Um, The highs and the extremely lows as well, for sure. I pretty much am excited to be getting real with you guys about everything that you go through on your journey towards being your own boss. I'm so happy though to be here and I'm so, so ecstatic. I'm so excited. I'm just, yeah, what a fun freaking day. (laughs) Okay, so I guess I should just start with the details um, as this is my intro podcast. Um, It's going to be short and sweet, but pretty much join me twice a week to hang out. I'm going to talk to you guys about what it takes not only to have dreams, but to actually follow them, not to give up, and to ensure that they all succeed, that all of your dreams succeed. And if they don't, it's normal. You're going to tweak them as you go. Um, So Sunday mornings, I am going to be doing a brunch special where I'll be waking up extra early. Well, I kind of sort of already wake up early. (laughs) I'm usually up at like 5.15. But I'm going to wake up the same time and just kind of chill and decompress and catch up with you guys on all of my adventures of the week. Um, And just kind of hang out and talk, I guess, free lib like this. Thursdays, however, um, Thursday nights actually, I'll be delving deeper into lifestyle. 
I'll be sharing a bottle of vino <laughs> with a guest or two, uh, girl boss friends or just regular friends who have been in my lifestyle. Um, and we'll be getting real about the craziness of this unstoppable reality. There's always, always something. So it's fun to kind of sit back and just kind of like talk about it and realize just how many things have been accomplished without even realizing it. So uh, to recap, Sunday mornings and Thursday nights, I really hope to hang out with you guys. I'm also pretty stoked for you to meet my friends and to take a peek into my world. I've decided to launch my podcast today. Um, <laughs> why? Because it's actually my five-year work anniversary. I quit my corporate job exactly five years ago. Holy moly, five years today. Crazy, crazy. It's also the beginning of fall, which I'm obsessed with fall. I love new beginnings. I sort of feel like life just kind of starts over. Everything sheds and prepares for like new buds and new life. I love fall. Summer for me was very tumultuous. I had a very rough summer and I'm just really happy to recoup from that. To be honest, I've been wanting to start this for so long. What happened is probably that life got in the way. Um, life happened, to be honest. Business life happened. <laughs> Girl boss life. <laughs> um... From the beginning, people sort of started coming into my life for the wrong reasons. And I think I was just too trusting and too nice. And I would feel bad and I would give people chances. And yeah, they they weren't there for the right reasons. Um, also, there were a lot of learning curves. As per usual, as per always, as you evolve, there will always be learning curves in whatever field you're in. So every time I thought that I was ready to kind of step back and, you know, focus on my podcast, there was always an excuse. There was always something stopping me. So learning curves for sure. Um, also, as your own boss, you kind of have to wear all of the hats in the beginning. Every single department is pretty much you, especially again at the beginning, finances, social media, PR or marketing, I should say operations, uh, graphics, web, honestly, you name it. And as a startup business owner, you pretty much wear all the hats. And in my opinion, if you get an investor or something like that, and you don't go through what it's like to actually learn each and every department, honestly, you don't have anything to compare it to. And when you do finally find your unicorns, you really appreciate it and you really know that you have the right people on your team. So I think it is very important to wear all the hats and to learn every single component and job that there is to contribute to your field. So that happened. Um, also bullying started like crazy as I started to grow, as I started to kind of have to put myself out there, people started coming in, making fun of me. That's another topic altogether. So I'll get into that one day probably one day soon, actually. Constant anxiety. Coming from somebody who has social anxiety diagnosed, um, there's even more anxiety. There's pressure. 
the need to always keep going and to do better, to always have a happy face on when you're extremely stressed out or if you're just walking to Walmart or like <laughs> a Fairview or whatever, like your local uh, shopping mall and you just want to like hang out and chill and decompress. If somebody comes and approaches you or recognizes you or one of your clients, you always have to be super positive and optimistic, even if you just want to kind of like relax and shop or whatever. Um, so always kind of putting on that happy face. Um, the constant need to do better, to continuously strive for your ultimate goal. Like you always want to get to like that ultimate, ultimate goal. But to be honest with you, there is never going to be that goal because if you're anything like me or like, I'm going to say our generation, our millennials, even if you get to that goal, there's always going to be more. You always strive for more. Life is really exciting in that way where if you put your mind to it, you can totally achieve it. There is just like, honestly, always something getting in the way of me really launching my podcast and starting this. And I'm just so excited to finally be putting this out, to finally be finishing recording this first episode. I actually already have my next three ready, but to just put this up there and be out there and I'm so happy. So yay. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, I think that to kind of finalize this really quick intro, I'm going to pretty much talk about my journey leading up to who I am and what I'm doing now, because I think it's important that you guys do know my background for a lot of reasons. Um, but yeah, I'm going to get into my story. So those who know me who or who have been following me, you probably know what I'm about, my background and stuff, so you can totally fast forward to the end. Um, those who don't, um, I'm going to try to make it as short and sweet as possible. Also, just for future reference, in all of my future podcasts, be sure to listen um, the whole way through because there will always be an offer midway. So I work with a lot of different brands and businesses that I absolutely adore. If I didn't adore them, I wouldn't be working with them. So there's always some sort of really cool offer. So you can totally listen. If ever you don't feel like listening, you can message me and I'll just let you know whereabouts the offer is. Um, but I would totally recommend listening to the whole thing because there's some pretty cool content in there. So um, that being said, I am about to tell you about my journey. Alrighty, so <laughs> my story. So I kind of don't really know where to begin. Um, there is obviously a lot, as anyone else would have, I'm sure, a crazy life story that would probably take ages and ages to go through. Um, but I'm going to kind of get to the most relevant points that kind of circle back to what I'm doing now. So I have always had a love for, I guess, leadership and kind of managing and coordinating things. Um, I've always been a team player. I was really big into um, team sports my whole life and other types of activities. As a kid, I was actually a professional chess player, which is, I know, very nerdy, but I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> um, and I was a pro softball player as well. And I started actually umpiring, so pretty much um, managing games 
by accident. And at the age of 14, they actually fought um, to certify me for a Quebec uh, provincial umpire. So at the age of 14, I became the youngest female umpire in all of Quebec to actually be able to work for Softball Canada. Uh, So that kind of started my journey on management and leadership, and I absolutely loved it. So I started working at 14, even though my parents were against it, but it's all good. They wanted me to focus on school as a normal parent would. Um, And from there, finished up school, had a big, big love for uh, math and numbers, and ended up progressing to honor science um, at John Abbott College, so my local college in Montreal, um, where I had been working since then in a management position, obviously nothing serious, but at the time when I started full-time in sciences, I was offered an opportunity to manage close to 40 employees at the age of 17, and long story short, I took it um, as I went to school full-time. I also worked full-time, so I actually got permission from my teachers to not necessarily attend all my classes, but I was able to catch up on weekends and do work from home and pretty much worked uh, full-time in management positions as I finished school, finished Seja. Um, From there, I was offered a really cool internship that was supposed to just be a summer internship. At For Canadians, you would know this company, Via Rail Canada. So started an internship as I transitioned from Abbott to John Molson School of Business in Management. So I realized once I completed my sciences that I really had a love for business and management uh, because I was also working in um, that industry. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I just knew that I loved like learning and leading and stuff. So making change and impact. Um, being innovative. So as um, the summer came to an end after I had completed, it was simply supposed to be a fun internship. Um, Once it came to an end, they actually offered me a permanent position in Montreal at VIA. Uh, At the time, to work for the company, which I'm pretty sure it's the same standards now, you needed a a bachelor's and a good five years of experience in that department before actually landing a full-time position. So I was very, I guess, lucky. I was offered it before having a degree. Um, So I definitely took it. Um, So started working full-time at the age of 21, and then I went down to part-time schooling in business. So did that for a few years, loved it, and I eventually got recognized by the marketing director of VIA, and he offered me a permanent position in digital strategy and event planning for leisure events out in Toronto. (laughs) And that's kind of what I was veering towards in terms of career, even though I still wasn't sure. And I just, I freaked out um, and I took the promotion. So at 22, 23 at the time, I ended up literally packing my stuff. I was actually in a very bad relationship, actually a very abusive, mentally abusive relationship. It wasn't long, but it was still like a big part of my, I guess, learning. I grabbed my stuff, packed it and moved out to Toronto. But actually my catalyst and my... Um, 
pretty much my selling point on whether to take it or not ended up being a family member who he was very well known across Canada. Um, he was the leader of the NDP party. His name was Jack Layton. And he was the one kind of insinuating that I get out of this relationship, that I move on, that I grab this promotion and just move in with him and just, you know, enjoy life and see where it takes me. So, um, I pretty much grabbed my stuff, relocated downtown Toronto, moved in with Jack and yeah, continued living my life. So pretty much from there, what ended up happening, um, I loved my job so much. I was planning events. I actually started their social media platform. So started their Instagram, started their Facebook, um, like had so much fun. And I was actually coming home and continuing my education for my class. So I would come home for Monday classes and then come back out to Toronto to kind of um, continue my work week. So I was kind of had a bit of a full schedule at that time. And um, pretty much after about two years, what ended up happening is my, uh, so Jack ended up getting sick with cancer for the second time. And he needed natural body products. Um, He had a lot of dry skin and stuff. He was going through chemo. So I started actually making body products for him. Uh, Thanks to my background in sciences, it kind of came a little bit easier than I guess it would a normal person. Um, Just because I kind of learned the ropes of um, like periodic table of elements and kind of what to mix together and why and, you know, just whatever formulas. Also, I did a lot of YouTube video research. So it was kind of like both kind of went hand in hand. But started making him, at the time, just body cream, and it just kind of propelled like crazy. He started advocating my products, and almost within the first month, um, there was a demand for the body butter that I was making, and it was literally just supposed to be for him. It wasn't, like, I had my career, it was set, I, I didn't plan on starting a side thing, I was too busy in my, like, on my own. <laughs> so, um, yeah, pretty much what ended up happening is that next year I would come home from work at like 6, 7 PM and be filling orders from Torontonians <laughs> until like three, four in the morning at times, especially during holidays. And it was nuts. I was burning out. I was getting sick. I did not have a life. <laughs> And it got to the point where five years ago, actually, to this day, (laughs) I had to make the choice to continue focusing on my career or to continue working on what became my first company called Sugar and Spice. And I kind of realized that I loved being my own boss. And I loved that I didn't know where life was taking me. And I didn't want to be that necessary cookie cutter type of persona. And I really wanted to pursue, um, my passion. So I ended up quitting via (laughs) and moving back home to the West Island of Montreal. So this was five years ago now from there. So I had started my business maybe about a year and a half prior, maybe a bit longer. Um, I 
then realized that it was super lucrative to um, promote my product. So I put together a 72-page business plan and obviously knew the importance of marketing, PR, digital strategy, social media, because that's what I kind of knew. That's what I eat and breathe, actually, at the time as well. And decided that instead of investing in somebody else who I would be unsure of and obviously at the beginning did not have a budget to pay, like I quit my job when I was just sustaining my cost of living, barely. So it made sense not to dish out money, but more so dish out energy and time. Um, I decided that I would start just what was supposed to be a simple Facebook page at the time to create a local following of people in my neighborhood. So I already had my Toronto market and customers, and now I wanted to create a local West Island of Montreal following as well. So I started a Facebook page, and I called it What's Up West Island. So I started plugging in like local news, and I started attracting neighbors and people from my community. And I would kind of plug in my products every here and there, every so often to kind of obviously put it out there. And I loved creating events. So I would create like random pop-up networking events um, that were pretty uh, popular at the time and just kind of got to know people in my community. And I feel like the normal progression of a startup business is about two to three years to actually get yourself out there, but it went pretty quickly just because I had this newfound marketing platform that I created to propel my company within. So anyways, long story short, what ended up happening is What's Up West Island then became a dominant force in our community. It actually surpassed um, what time I was dedicating to sugar and spice and other local small business owners started coming to me to promote their product and their service the same way that I was doing for sugar and spice because they saw that the response and the return that I was getting from that. So I realized that there was a need for this type of business for PR and digital strategy in my community. So over the next year from there, I decided to make this company number two. I hired, I fired, (laughs) I structured, I pretty much figured out uh, the best business model for everyone's return on their investment. And yeah, business number two started. So fast forward until two years ago-ish, because I was running two companies, I started kind of writing about it on my Facebook and my, uh, I was going to say Instagram, but I didn't have an Instagram then. I guess it was just my Facebook. I started promoting it and blogging about it just for fun. And I started getting traction from other people, similar lifestyles as me, like other, I guess, girl bosses or, or motivated people who wanted to kind of start their own businesses. Or a lot of women would come to me and say, Hey, listen, my teenager's about to graduate high school. I would really want her to have like a role model to look up to. Would you be interested in like grabbing coffee with her? So I kind of started getting some sort of following pertaining to inspiration and starting up your own businesses and following like your dreams and your passions and just getting motivation for life or whatever. So um, because of that, I was approached by a big magazine out in Toronto who had asked me to start contributing to one of their blogs. And 
in turn, I realized that I would start just an Instagram page for myself and they would kind of pull content as they pleased in order to um, kind of project, I guess, my lifestyle and mentality on how to kind of work towards your dreams. So I started my Instagram um, a year and a half-ish ago and it literally also took off. Um, I started getting about 100 followers a day, people asking me who, what, where, when, and why's of what I do, how I do it, how to accomplish goals. So from there, I started doing digital strategy and long story short, I ended up getting brought out to um, Jamaica to highlight and blog for a brand new travel company. Due to that, I connected with the owner of Jamaican Tourism and he pretty much planted the seed and asked if I would be interested in replicating my business model for my marketing platform out in Montreal. So my WhatsApp West Island, he wanted to create a WhatsApp Jamaica. So I thought it was really neat. Um, realized from there though, that there wasn't necessarily, um, it didn't necessarily make sense because it was a different target. Uh, here I would target local neighbors, businesses, um, families, whereas there we would be targeting tourists. So for me, I was already bombarded with work and it was crazy. I was managing at now it was like three companies because my personal Instagram became a brand of its own. Um, so three companies and I was like, I can't start another business model. I'm really interested, but right now it just doesn't make sense. So, you know, I said, no, I said, let's keep in touch though. I'll totally come out here and blog and promote Jamaica happily, of course. So came back home. So this was a year ago. So this was spring of 2017. Um, and came back home and there was a demand to start two other WhatsApps locally. And that's when I realized, you know what, there is a need for community awareness, for PR and digital strategy and promoting local businesses, local events, charities for letting people connect and communicate. And there isn't anything that just kind of umbrellas all of those components. So a year ago, I decided to see if I could replicate my business model in the West Island. And slowly but surely, I started franchising my company and come to pretty much present. Um, it's been successful. We have now 10 different WhatsApps across two provinces in Canada. I also just won Female Entrepreneur of the Year for my province, for all of Quebec. And I have 22 new WhatsApps signed to expand across Canada in the next few months. Um, so it's been crazy nuts. Now, it's been such a success. However, it came with a lot of other downfalls and I guess learning experiences. Um, in the last year and a half, I've had a few girls come into my life um, insinuating that they wanted to either start a blog with me or a mini company um, for fun as friends. And, you know, as it progressed, I think they realized that obviously my heart was in my companies and I had made it clear at the beginning that my priorities were what I had already started. And there were a lot of expectations and a little bit of 
I, I don't like this word at all, but jealousy. And I'm going to go into that in the future. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that has occurred and that I've gone through that was just not fun. And I've come to realize it's really, really, really hard to succeed as an entrepreneur. You really need to know who your friends are. You really can't mix friendship with business. You really need to be aware that people will see what you're doing and potentially come in with a smiley face and pretend to want to hold your hand. But in fact, they may be wanting to take or stab you in the back at the same time. Um, There's a lot of stuff you go through if you get through your first few years because on top of like all of these emotional and mental roadblocks, you have to get through the financials. You have to have people you can rely on that if you're going to actually pay out, they need to do their job. And there's a lot of people who do things half-fast because they're in fact wanting to work for you because they actually want to have that stepping stone to propel their company. And sometimes it's really hard to actually see that or want to believe that that's the case because you always want to see good in people. So anyways, all of this to say, I had four companies up until six months ago. I now have dissolved two. So I have two now and I'm so happy. I feel so much better. One, we are going across Canada and then across the States next year. And we are going to be expanding into the world. It's just very surreal. Um, It's so exciting. And it's just been such a crazy fun journey. Also, Another very important component is I also have two diseases that I was diagnosed with since I've been self-employed. So because my body went through an enormous amount of stress, emotional, physical, mental, um, I pretty much, I guess, cracked in terms of my physical because I wasn't taking care of myself as much as I should have been. And I was diagnosed with two diseases, but one that still affects me today. It's called spondylitis. Um, I have the highest case, one of six in Canada. And um, it's a big thing that I deal with on a day-to-day, but I am so happy that I can actually talk about this openly without judgment. Um, I also delve very deep into lifestyle now. So the importance of physical, mental, uh, spiritual, so Anyways, I'm really excited to be doing this podcast and I'm just really looking forward to the future and to getting to know you guys better and to just being able to be honest and open and not fearing what others may say because there's a lot of people out there who will try to take you down, but there's also a lot of people out there who will support you and be behind you and be your biggest cheerleaders and it's just so exciting and the amount of milestones that I've hit so far in five years as of today, it's just really unbelievable and I'm just really proud of everyone who's been on this journey with me and yeah I'm just so excited to be um pretty much able to talk about this openly with you guys so all this being said that's kind of my life up until now trust me I have so many projects that I want to do um but I've learned the importance of saying no and on focusing and um also The reason why I brought up um, my family member at the beginning is because he just had a huge um, trust in our generation and he just had a very big volonté in supporting those who have dreams and who just are ready to hit the ground running 
and I just want to make a change and a difference in Canada and I'm just really excited to to do that and to see where this takes me and everyone else who's excited to start their own projects and follow their passions so yeah so I'm excited to be with you guys um be sure to tune in every Thursday night and Sunday morning for pretty much a day in my life so I'd like to end this by saying thank you all so freaking much I'm so proud to say that I've been officially self-employed for five whole years. I also want to say a really big thank you for just about 25,000 followers. I'm freaking out. Thank you guys so much. I'm so speechless. Um, Tune in every Thursday night again with your own glass of wine to hang out with my other bossy friends to delve deeper into the realities of being your own boss. And to Sunday mornings, just to hang out and chill for brunch, where I'll be answering a lot of your questions and just like hanging out. Um, And I'm just going to end this with my five biggest lessons, I guess, or my biggest mindset quotes. So this one I've repeated over and over again, enjoy the journey because there is no destination. Two, don't just do things to make others happy. If it doesn't make you happy, you're just going to hurt yourself in the end. Three, you can only mix business with friendship if they are your actual real friends from the beginning. That's a big one. Four, if your ship doesn't come in, then swim out to it. And five, prove them wrong. Okay, guys, hope you guys have an amazing day. I'm so excited and talk to you in a few days. Bye.